This is episode 56, coming to you from the beach one more time. And today I want to talk about the key to be singing higher. So please stay tuned. Welcome to Freya Singing Tips, the podcast. My name is Freya Casey, professional singer and vocal coach. I have been on stage my whole life, and I'm passionate about helping you discover the awesomeness in your own voice. Opera, musical theater, jazz, pop, folk, rock, I have done it all. And I want to give you golden nuggets of advice on how to be the master of your voice. I know, I know, I know. You've heard me say it. The key to singing higher is not just singing high, but singing through your whole registers, up and down, singing softly, loudly, and really covering all bases. But I want to emphasize it one more time because it seems to me that a lot of people just focus on singing high. And then when it doesn't work, when they feel that they're strained, they're all frustrated and they base their image of their voice or how good they are as a singer just solely on how high they can sing. Please do not do that. First of all, your voice isn't only the high pitches. Your voice is everywhere. Your voice is your whole range, whether it's your lower pitches, your middle pitches, your higher pitches, all your registers, whether it is chest voice, belted out, mixed voice, falsetto, head voice. This is all part of your voice. And these are all very important parts of your voice. So just kind of like the waves remind me back here in the ocean um, as I am sitting at the beach, which is really beautiful in Lanzarote, Spain. It is, you know, there's parts of the ocean that are very deep. There are parts of the ocean that are very shallow. There are parts of the ocean that are frozen over, like the North and South Pole. Actually, more on the North Pole, because the South Pole is actually, there's actually land. And then there's parts of the ocean that are very warm. So there's all these parts of the ocean. I mean, there's sandy beaches, there's very rocky beaches. There's, when you look around in nature, that's just how it is. Every creature, everything consists of all these facets. And I think all those facets are so important. I think... Singing high is awesome, but I think you need an ease. And you cannot possibly sing high pitches and feel that you're you know, actually sounding great and feeling good unless you have an ease not in the higher pitches, but the pitches that are below that. So that should be your focus, actually achieving an ease, not meaning that you shouldn't work hard for your uh, singing like it is physical work it definitely is you have to have good support breathing and you will feel that it is physical work however you should not feel strained in your voice um if that is not the case if you do feel strained in your voice even when you don't sing the highest pitches there's no chance you're ever going to get higher and feel an ease plus let's face it your high pitches only open up and sound very nice and open with a lot of ping if there isn't that very tight strain where you just, you know, it's kind of like a vicious cycle. As you get higher, you strain more. It gets tighter and tighter and more narrow and more narrow. And the result of that, again, is that it just sounds pressed and squeezed. 
And when you, when you feel that it feels that way and that it sounds that way, you adjust yet again by getting tighter and getting into a more unnatural position. That is not where you want to be. You want to try to work it very slowly. And it is a process. Achieve that ease in the middle, in the lower end. It is so important. And back off your voice every once in a while. Just make sure you really cover all the facets. Don't just always sing loud. Um, don't just always sing soft. Get out of your comfort zone and try to cover more bases. Try to have more variety in in your rehearsals, in your practicing, but also in your performance. Also in the songs that you pick. Try to have more variety. Don't just sing see a chandelier because it is an awesome song yes it is awesome but don't just limit yourself to that style or to that type of singing and it's only gonna just frustrate you because you can't quite always do it that way as the original artist does and believe me all these artists even Sia she has been singing for a long time and it didn't come the first day she's probably been singing since she was a kid yes she has Let's take singers like Ariana Grande. She's been singing all her life. So many, many, many hours. And I said that in my last podcast episode. It's just like all these hours add up and all that doing it again and again and doing it again and yet again and over and over. And just doing so much singing in your life. Not like hours and hours at a time, but just doing it all the time whenever you get a chance to. It's kind of like it polishes. It polishes that that jewel that you have there, that voice. And the more polishing you do, the more little by little polishing you do, the better it's going to get. And with your high pitches, the best way to achieve high pitches, yes, there are quick tricks and like some, not tricks, but just some things when you fix them, you can instantly tell a big difference. However, for them, even for those small things that you can fix quickly to be permanent, they have to become automatic. It has to become an automatism. Only then can you really rely on the mechanism or on that, you know, that technique to work without you having to consciously think about it. And that's what eventually will happen in your singing. You will just, everything becomes habitual to where you don't have to think about it consciously. Just like those waves here behind me. It's, they have been going on for decades and centuries and millennia and the ocean will never stop like the waves here the tides they will never stop that's why it's so reliable and your voice will become more reliable as you increase your time of just doing it so keep that in mind work the whole all the facets of your voice to achieve ease and then your high notes they will become easier I mean, if you don't have really good support or you don't breathe right because you breathe kind of in a shallow way, way up into your chest only and not really deep down into your core, there's no foundation for you to be singing those high pitches in a way that will sustain long-term healthy singing. In the same way, if you do not have good vocal cord closure and you have a very breathy sound, those high belted notes are going to be near to impossible just because you're going to hurt yourself in the process and also it's just physical not possible for vocal cords to have such let's say loud and intense sound when they're not really closed in a very nice and tight way so those are all basics and if you don't if you don't have those the ease will not come 
So always keep on working on those basics. Whenever you notice that something isn't working, come back to the basics. So important. Those basics are foundation. They're not boring to practice. They're not superfluous. It's just like it is necessary groundwork in order to be doing those high pitches. And yes, you do want to sing high. You do want to sing high, but you want to do it in a way that whenever you do it in front of your audience and even just for yourself, it's not like, oh my goodness, here comes, here come those high pitches. I'm about to kill myself and everybody can feel the strain and everybody feels uncomfortable. You do too, because while you're singing it, it feels uncomfortable. It's like your limit and you just can't hardly do it. And then also there's, you know, you don't know, am I going to crack up this time? Is it going to be okay? Or is it just totally going to crack off somewhere and jump somewhere where I don't want it to go? So that is not a good place to be. I remember a lot of singers that I've listened to, even, even pretty good singers, but they pushed themselves to areas that they had better not because it just sounded like, ooh, that just didn't sound good. That didn't feel good. It didn't sound, I mean, it didn't sound like it felt good to the singer. So... Um, not a good place you, you want to go to those places to those limits to those you know push yourself really hard whenever you are in practice sessions it's really important that you do that for really short times kind of like do a short sprint and then you know push your body but don't overdo it and also definitely do not do it in performance you should actually in performance mode you should take it back a notch to where it is comfortable and it is more and more comfortable yeah I want to hear a singer who It just feels like, wow, they just do it. Seems like, seems just like nothing. They they just do it. So I, I want to hear a singer who puts all their energy into just the meaning of the song, and not into, oh, here comes that high pitch. I can totally tell. Oh, 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 here, brace yourself. There it goes, and then it cracks, or it, it looks like the singer's about to die or something, or it sounds like, oh, poor singer. You don't want to feel sorry for somebody, and. Yeah, you don't, you don't want your audience to go through that. Very, very important aspect. So instead of just focusing on those limit areas of your voice, make sure you are well-rounded. You have a well-rounded warm-up routine. You have a well-rounded practicing routine. And if you do have a vocal coach, always remember that in your, in your lesson, Probably your vocal coach cannot give you a full warm-up just because there's not the time to really address everything. I certainly cannot do that with my students just because there's not enough time. If we have like a 45-minute session, I can't spend 30 minutes on just a warm-up or having a thorough you know, work vocal warm-up and workout. That's why I created my vocal warm-up exercises, um, the audio program. You can download it for free on my website, freyasingingtips.com, and then you can go to downloads. That's, that's why I created that, because you should do that on a daily basis at home, or at least on a regular basis. And if you do that, you totally notice that something will change in your voice. When you do the same things over and over again, but in a very focused and concentrated way, to where very consciously you know don't just coincidentally do any just some exercises but consciously work on those things that you need to address the most you will definitely hear change within probably a few weeks that is very noticeable so yep that's that's just what i wanted to say 
I hope you're going to take that to heart. I want you to become a well-rounded singer and not one of those singers who just don't kill yourself in the short term and then you know you have a you have a dead voice later you want to make sure that you have longevity and ease all right so what i'm gonna do right now i'm not gonna sing a song right now just because i'm on vacation i'm gonna enjoy the waves just a little bit more watch the waves take another swim and uh then enjoy a few more days with my daughter and my mother because uh, we're here in beautiful um, Canary Islands. Wonderful, wonderful place. If you have not joined my Facebook group, I would love to see you. As soon as I get back home, I'd love to carry on the conversation there. It's called Master Your Voice. You can find it on Facebook very easily. We're um, more than 800 people at this time. And, yep, until then, don't forget, always keep a song in your heart and always keep on singing. Bye now.